Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. If I say Cal doesn't have the fastball he wants at, you hate Cal! Why do you have such an agenda? All I'm saying is what I tell you about John Calipari is not that controversial. It's really not. It just appears controversial because you're surrounded by people who don't want to say the Emperor's losing a piece of clothing or two. <laughs> He's taking a glove off. John Calipari, you failed me. You failed me. How dare you? I would have been so cocky and so happy, smiling from ear to ear. Kentucky busted everybody. I can't be happy. Oh, and that's how we had to start the show today here on the Roundtable ESPN 680-1057. Yes, that's what you're listening to. Uh, hey, we got you till 6 o'clock. Max Godby will be in here shortly. We, well, I mean, look, we're going to start the show talking about Kentucky basketball and that that awful, awful performance on Saturday. We'll get into that. Uh, John Calipari's not going anywhere. (laughs) Kyle Tucker released some things on Twitter, uh, some stuff that he revisited from the past. He's actually asked John Calipari about this. We'll we'll get into that. The the Cards actually win a game, and they they look pretty good doing it. Uh, That was disorienting. Uh, We'll get in there. Uh, Hersey Miller out for the season. Uh, There's some Gary Parrish sound. He discusses Nate Oates, Chris Beard, and the likes. We'll dive into that. SEC and Big Ten joining forces. That's a big deal in the the college football uh, landscape. Bill O'Brien takes a, a head coaching job, uh, leaves the Ohio State offensive coordinator job. Uh, that, that's vacant again. So how does that affect uh, what Kentucky's doing? We'll, we'll dive into a little bit of that as well. So all kinds of stuff here on the show today. 437-9680-UPS-JOBS text line. If you want to reach me there, you can do it that way. All right, a couple things here and, th- and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about Kentucky basketball and the awful, terrible, no good, stank week they had last week. Uh, but just a couple show notes here uh, real quick. Now, I'll, I'll be leaving this show a little early tomorrow. Uh, the last segment at 5.30 is my oldest son Kellen. Uh, he's in, in the uh, city championship tournament this week uh, for CSAA. Actually, it started last week, uh, so they they're they're in the final four, if you will. So his game's at six o'clock. So I'm going to dip out of here a little earlier and leave uh, leave Anna here. Uh, she and James will take you to the finale of the show tomorrow, and then Thursday we'll have someone in from I believe it's Country Boy Brewery. Uh, let me go back here and check my email just to make sure uh, I'm correct on that because we are starting our 
Tailspin Elfest guest list. And then, da, 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 let me see. I've got, okay, here we go. Let's see. We've got, well, I lost it. But anyway, I think I believe it's Country Boy. How about this? How about This is great radio. You guys want me to crush John Calipari? Here I am reading off a calendar. I, <laughs> I believe Thursday. Yes, here we go. Thursday, uh, I have, yeah, Tailspin Guest. I've got Kyle Newton. Yeah, uh, Country Boy Bring. So there we go. All I did was look at my phone. 437 UPS Top Cycling. All right, let's go. Enough of me blabbing about stuff that you all, you do care about because I know you care about the Tailspin L-Fest and then uh, me drinking free beer on the air. You do like that too so but we'll dive into it kentucky loses uh to tennessee 103 92 on on saturday and uh i was at a a a good friend's 40th birthday party and he's got this like tricked out barn that he has a bar in there and a bathroom and a pool table and a and a, and a, a ping pong table and you know refrigerators it's, it is really really nice he had a band playing keith pointer's uh nephew caleb was actually playing there saturday night so i got i got to meet old caleb pointer uh which was fun and his dad too uh, I, met, I met i met multiple members of the pointer family uh on saturday very very nice people very nice people so keith i don't know what happened to you i'm kidding keith i'm kidding uh, but he had uh, the split screen going. He had Louisville and Kentucky on at the same time uh, because there were they were playing at the same time, and it was it was mixed company. There were there were fans there wearing their blue, and there were Louisville fans wearing their red at this party. And it was funny to watch the reactions of both fan bases uh because they were both in disbelief <laughs> they they were both confused as to what was going on uh during the split screen obviously louisville fans are like what the hell not only are we winning a game uh but we have multiple players playing well and they're not just winning like they're they're handling florida state uh, like th- for for the entire game they handled florida state and kentucky fans are watching their team and thinking to themselves what the hell happened here because that was my main takeaway from the this the 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 next game of futility for kentucky's defense and look uh, look, we'll get into John Calipari and him not going to the postgame show and all that stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into it. But for me, one of my main takeaways were this. This team was good at one point this season. They were. They were a damn good basketball team. They are good enough to be ranked into the into top 10 uh, multiple times. I went from, okay, we lost to Kansas, barely, should have won that game. If we would have had a big, it's fine. We probably beat them, have a great win, a great win on a neutral site to North Carolina. You could, you know, easily excuse the Kentucky Wesleyan game away as, okay, you didn't have DJ Wagner uh, trying to reintroduce Aaron Bradshaw, but something happened after Camp Cal. And Camp Cal used to be that break period where Kentucky gets things right. 
If the defense is a little suspect, they focus on the defense. If the offense is a little suspect, they focus on the offense. They iron out the wrinkles before heading into conference play. And we knew conference play was going to be difficult this year. Okay? We knew that was going to happen. It wasn't a surprise that the SEC is one of the better leagues in college basketball. But ever since Camp Cal, heading into that game, Kentucky, or heading into Camp Cal, Kentucky had two losses on the season. Okay, the Kansas lost five points and that head scratcher to UNC Wilmington. They had wins against North Carolina. St. Joseph's looks like a pretty decent win. Miami, we'll see. They're a bubble team. If that, probably on the outside looking in right now. But everything we saw from this Kentucky team looked good. Scoring in the 90s, the 80s, the 100s. Defense wasn't the best, but you know what? It was good enough. It was good enough, right? Because if they were to score at this clip, if you held another team to between 65 to 75 points and you're scoring in the 90s, 80s, 90s every, every game, okay, we can deal with that. We can deal with that. But since Camp Cal, since Camp Cal happened, this team has now lost four of their last seven. They are in SEC play five and four. So kiss that goodbye as far as the SEC regular season uh, title. That ain't happening. Okay. That's not happening. And once again, we have to sit and watch a lively, good crowd at Rupp Arena. A lively, good crowd at Rupp Arena. I know that place can seem like a tomb sometimes. I know. I've been there. But this wasn't the case. The crowd was into it. The fans were into it. They felt the sting from Florida. You have a top five team, an arch rival, an arch rival in your building. You have a chance to make amends for losing to Florida. You have a chance to establish yourself as an upper tier SEC team. You have a chance to notch another quad quad one win. And they peed it all away because they can't play defense worth a damn. This is the worst defensive team I've seen under John Calipari, maybe ever at Kentucky. They can't stand it. It's one thing if you're bad at allowing guards penetration to the paint or leaving open three-point shooters. They do it all. They let guys drive at will. There's uncontested layups. There's uncontested dunks. There's uncontested three-pointers. They don't even challenge. Like, they are so out of position all the time. These three-point three-pointers are left wide open. I think Tennessee hit five three-pointers in South, uh, South Carolina when they lost to them. They have four within the first, like, six, seven minutes of the game against Kentucky. And there's no excuse for it. This team has athletes. This team has players that are strong. These it, 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 what, what compounds it is when the players talk after the game. You know, they ask Rob Dillingham, like, "Hey, you know, like, what, what's what's going on with the defense?" He's like, "Well, you know, it's." And I'm not I'm not trying to blame Rob Dillingham. He was fantastic, uh, at least offensively. Thirty five points, one of the better games we've seen under John Calipari from a freshman. But we'll forget about it, just like we'll forget about Ugon Onyenso's almost triple double last Wednesday because they lost. But anyway, back to my point. You know, Rob Dillingham's like, "Well, you know, if we try hard and, and if we're focused, 
We'll play good defense, uh, but our focus isn't always there. What? Your focus isn't always there. You're a Division One basketball team making plenty of NIL money at one of the most prestigious basketball programs in the history of college basketball, and you're you're telling me you're not focused on defense. After time and time and time and time again this year, you give up 90s, 100s, it'd be just getting absolutely bludgeoned offensively. Kentucky scored 92 and they got beat by 11. They're averaging 91.5 points per game and they're losing. They're one game above 500 in the SEC because they can't defend. That's coaching. If your players don't have focus, if they're lapsing on effort, that's on the staff to get them locked in. And and the and the real, the real you know tragic and tra- I hate using the word tragic because it's a sports it ain't tragedy, but the real tragedy that you know for lack of a better term, in all of this, is man this was supposed to be the season. Cal got every player he wanted, every one of them. There wasn't one player that he missed out on that he. I mean, you can maybe say Ronald Holland who ended up going to the G League. Maybe him. But everybody else, he got him. He got Wagner. He got Bradshaw. He got Edwards. He got Dillingham. He got Shepard. He got all of them. Got one of the better players in the transfer portal, Trey Mitchell, who's been bad lately because he's hurt. You had everything you needed. Got the got Zvonimir Vizic, who, I mean, did he check in <laughs> on Saturday? No, he didn't. Game's too tough for him. Was it? I don't know. We didn't see him, so I can't tell. I mean, Onyenso only got you two points. Bradshaw only got you two points. Uh, Mitchell got you zero points. Maybe you should have thrown Z in there. Maybe you'd see what that happens. Hell, I don't know. Nothing else was working. Might as well, but he set him on the bench. But this was supposed to be the season. And it started out looking that way. That's what makes this worse. It started out looking like it was going to be a renaissance. John Calipari was swaggy. He, the, the, the players had personality. We had those dogs back. Hell, I bought into it. You all know. I'm sure I'm getting texts right now. Uh, <laughs> right now, as I'm, I'm going on this monologue telling me, you believe this rig and you believe that. You said this and you said that. Yeah, I did. I was wrong. I was right for a little while. I'm wrong. Right now, I'm wrong. Because right now, this doesn't look like a team that's poised for a stretch in March. Nothing about them says deep run because they can't play any defense. And on top of all of that, on top of all of that, the, the fact that they don't play defense is bad enough. But then there's the, our, uh, the off-court nonsense yet again. Yet again. And I'm not, I'm not just blaming the players on this. There's other factors that go into it too. But it's a non-stop circus. It's not Louisville or Kenny Payne or Michigan level, but it's annoying level. You can kind of feel this build, building. You can kind of feel this building over the last over last week with the nonsense. Is did, did DJ quit the team? Is Justin Edwards next to quit? Stuff like that. And I'm not blaming the performance on that, but it adds to it, and it just we're sick of it. Sick of it. 
They booed John Calipari when he took Rob Dillingham out, which they should have. It was audible on TV. You could hear it. It was clear on TV. The boos. Dude was on a heater, got sat down. Got SEC Freshman of the Week again. That makes, hold on, uh, Kyle Tucker put out the tweet. You've had, okay, you've had the SEC Freshman of the Week happen. I believe it's he's the fourth SEC player, uh, Freshman of the Week. Not Player of the Week, Freshman of the Week. The, the fourth, Rob Dillingham, I've got the stat right here. Well, that's the wrong one. I'll read that in a second. But yes, the fourth one, you had Bradshaw's got it, DJ's got it three times, and then Reed Shepard's got it twice. So yeah, so that, so that, this is the, the fourth player of the team that's got freshman player of the week. And again, that was Pete away. And now we get to John Calipari. Skipping the press conference, handing it off to Orlando Antigua. And people were not happy about that either. You could hear someone in the crowd while Orlando Antigua was speaking say, where's John Calipari? You can't you can't hide Cal right now. You can't. It's weak. I don't I don't it's just it's just, I, we we I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that if John Calipari goes out there and does that press conference all is forgiven. Because but we've seen this from Cal before. He's gotten extremely thin-skinned. Ever since the COVID year, he gets more and more thin-skinned. And again, I was not expecting it this season. This did not feel like the season where the wheels, once again, start falling off. Cal assembled this team. This is supposed to be the old school John Calipari type of team. And it's not. It just isn't. To the question of John Calipari... And what are they going to do to replace Cal? Man, he ain't going unless he wants to. This is from Kyle Tucker from The Athletic. He put this out yesterday. John Calipari had already stayed longer than expected. He was the featured guest on a panel about how to lead and succeed at the highest level in sports last week in the Central Bank Center. After, and after several classic rambling Calipari anecdotes, he was barreling through his allotted time. The moderator made a gentle, futile attempt to sauce the most ungovernable mouth in college basketball. Okay, I think we're with, uh, we're about out of time. Calipari grinned and shook his head. You understand, he said, I leave when I feel like leaving. The next guy might have to wait a while, though. Now I want you to know... This is a quote from John Calipari. Now, I want to know any normal human being that would give up a $9 million job for a $1 million job. Who would do that? I'm not doing it, okay? Calipari said laughing. If something happens with my health or I don't feel like I'm up to it, that is like an insurance thing for me. That's all it was. Now, if they want me to stop and pay me $9 million for the next five years, I'd probably consider it. But I would say, what am I going to do I got to do something, end quote. And he's referencing the $1 million job as his like Kentucky ambassadorship, whatever that is. So when he when he's finished at Kentucky, he becomes like an ambassador of the school and gets paid uh, $1 million annually to do that job. He's telling y'all he ain't going anywhere. He's telling me he's not going anywhere. He says it right here. 
I want to know any normal human being that would give up a $9 million job for a $1 million job. Who would do that? I'm not doing it, okay? I had thought that maybe, maybe, if this team made a deep run in March, that Cal might retire. But he's not, folks. He's going to keep chasing and chasing and chasing that elusive second title. And this is something Andy Sweeney used to bring up a lot, and he was right. That's the title that separates you from everybody else. A lot of guys have one title. A lot of guys have one title. The club's more exclusive with the multiple titles. Hell, even Kevin Ollie has a title. That that should have been Cal's second title, but Kevin Ollie got it. He's not in college basketball anymore. I think he's still with the G League. But he's going to keep chasing it, folks. And whether that is to the detriment of Kentucky basketball or not, time will tell. Right now, it is a detriment. It is. I understand John Calipari is a very competitive person. He's very guarded about his who he is and how he's viewed in the annals of college basketball. I think he wants to be mentioned along with guys like Coach K and John Wooden and Rick Pitino. But among 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 a certain section of college basketball analysts and voices, he'll never be that. He'll never be that because he only has the one title. And you can throw against it all the time. All the NBA players, one title. Dana O'Neill did it over the weekend. You knew that was going to happen. She had a tweet over the weekend. Not I'm not specifically picking on Dana O'Neill, but you know. Someone's always got to throw the caveat out of, well... Only one title with this talent. And it didn't help that he bragged about having seven NBA All-Stars <laughs> compared to, I think, Duke had two. I think they were the next highest. They had seven, and, and Duke had two. It was like Duke and another team. They had two. Kentucky had seven. It doesn't help that either. When you see that, and you're like, what? Fans are starting to – I'm starting to become part of this as well. I always used to – you know, chalk up the the failures in March to college basketball. Weird things happen, and it's random, and you don't know what to expect in these games. But that that seven all star thing really, really kind of got me thinking a, a different way about it. And yes, triple it took you so long. Why just now? I, I get it. But look. We'll talk about later in the show of, of what they have coming up. They still have opportunities. That's the good thing about this. They have ten. They have ten games left. Ten games left of the season, and they have quad one opportunities. They have one this Saturday against Gonzaga when Gonzaga rolls into town. Even though Gonzaga, they're not very good. They lost to St. Mary's, who was a final, a trendy Final Four pick, and they just been losing. So they'll roll into town on Saturday. That'll be a quad one opportunity. They still got to play at Tennessee. It's the last game of the season. They have at Auburn and they have Alabama coming in. So they still have quad one opportunities. But they got this like, does anything that you saw on Saturday, does any any of that lead you to believe they're winning more than one of those? More than one of those? I, nothing I saw yet. 
And I just, it, it, it's, it just, I don't understand how they got worse. They got worse. They're getting worse. College, and this is a this is a theme. This has happened in multiple seasons now, where the team looks like okay. Let me did the thing two years ago. They go and they thump Kansas by a million points at Fog Allen. They never lose at Fog Allen. See, see what happened with Houston. Houston got beat bad. Kelvin Sampson was like hell. They said a bunch of shots. They were good over the weekend. They beat the hell out of Kansas, and you know. March comes around, they're getting beat by St. Peter's. They got worse. Like, there has to be an answer for this. Why? What are they missing? Cal's got new coaches on the staff. He did all the things he was supposed to do. And these teams are still, they're still degrading. And it can't be just young guys. Hell, that that St. Peter's team, they're all old. (laughs) <laughs> was it was it Ty Ty Watson the only freshman that started? Because he had Oscar Seabway. He's a, he was a, he was a transfer junior. Keon Brooks was a junior. Jacob Toppin was a junior. Davion Miss was a transfer. I believe he was a, a transfer super senior. Savir Wheeler, he's the point guard. He was like a sophomore or junior. That entire team was old. Last year was a mix, but it was mostly old guys. And they still got worse as the season went on. So we do it again with the young team. Guess what? They're still getting worse as the season goes on. What are they not doing? What are the coaches missing? They're mi- something. There's a common denominator down there, and the only person that can answer that question is John Calipari, and he won't talk. He won't talk. He won't talk to the, the media. When he does talk to media, he talks for a few minutes, and then he passes it off. Or he, he says, like today, he sends out Bruiser Flint. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear from Bruiser Flint. I don't. I don't care. It's like it's like, like like James and Smile over there. Like, James, do you want to hear from, from Josh Jameson? No, I don't. No. Okay, I don't want to hear from Bruiser Flint. And I like Orlando Antigua, but I didn't want to hear from Orlando Antigua Saturday night either. McCall's got to get out of there. He's got to go home. He's tired. Welcome to the club, brother. We all tired. All right. Let me read some text here. Oh, uh, did you say James? Sorry. Oh, you have a cow clip. Go ahead. play. Let's play a cow clip. Then we'll do some uh, text. I'll get God be in here. Go ahead. With the two losses at home back to back, how do you rally the guys and get their confidence up if you think they need it? Well, it's, you know, first of all, I told them after that team played really well and you fought and had your chances. Some of the breakdowns we can talk about and get better. Um, But I told them every goal we have is still out in front of us. We're fine if we come together and understand. I, I said Justin played well, did some good stuff. Robert did well. Robert kept us in the game. I mean, in the first half, we were down four because Robert made basket after basket. Um, you know, Reed did some good stuff. We, you know, we got to get healthy and get – it's hard to get a rotation going when you're shorthanded. Uh, I thought Adu did some really good stuff today. Adu uh, rebounded and scored at the rim, made free throws. Um, you know, he did, he did good stuff today. We're fine. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. You two two you lose two games at home in the same week. We're fine. It's fine, James. Everything's okay. 
It's not, look, I, he can say injury. You had a player score 35 points. Look, I mean, it's not just because of injuries. Your offense is fine. It has nothing to do with rotations. Your guys don't know how to play defense. They don't know where to go. Reed Shepard can't play defense. Do something else. You can't guard an out-of-bounds play. It's February the 5th. That has nothing to do with we're shorthanded. I know DJ Wagner's good and he may, but if you have that, if you have a guy drop 35 points, you should win the game. 35 points from Dillingham, 21 from Reeves, and then 16 from Shepard. They scored like all the points. Like the, the bigs just disappeared again. We don't even play Evisit, so that, that's just fine. That's, that's fine. Whatever. That's fine. But I mean, even, even Dalton Connect wasn't even that good. I mean, he had, let's see, he had 16, okay? For him, that's, I mean, he was one of five from three, five of 14 from the field. That, for him, that's, that's like, that's, that's disappointing. Those numbers for him are disappointing. But you had two other guys score, score 26. Zakai Ziegler, let's see what he's averaging this season, James. He's averaging 10 and a half points per game. He, he drops 40, uh, 26 on your head. Sakai Ziegler does. And, you know, we know who's supposed to be guarding him. And then um, duh, 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 duh. the other one, Josiah Jordan James, 9.2 points per season. He scores 26. <laughs> 9.2 points per, per I'm sorry, not per season. I'm sorry. 9.2 points per game. He scores 26 on you. Not going to get done. That's, it's the defense. That's the defense. Fix the defense. All right, read some text. Texter, Tennessee is ranked number 18 in overall defense. Kentucky wasn't as bad as you're making it out. Take a breath. Ha-ha. No, they're fine offensively. No, I, 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 they're, fine, they're fine offensively. They score 92 points. You should win the game. Defensively, they're horrendous. They're horrendous. Texter, you know if it weren't for Anthony Davis, Cal wouldn't have any championship at all. I've heard that. Thank you. Is that Steve Rummage text again? Texter, you're missing Kenny Payne. Bring him home. He can come. Maybe he can fix it. Maybe we need Kenny Payne. Do you hear that? James, we need Kenny Payne. He'll tell everyone how to fight. It's all about fighting. Uh, Texter, Tubby had a better record in his last five years, and they ran him out of town. I, look, I know. he. I, I know. The, t- the Tubby stuff got loud. It's starting to get loud around Cal. I don't think there's not many defenders out there right now. Texter, would you let... Uh, Streamer, would you let Aaron Bradshaw kiss you on the lips like he did the Tennessee player? I know you saw that. How bizarre. That was really weird. James, I mean, like, we all saw the same thing, right? It's an accident, right? You know, uh, like... You gotta tread lightly, I guess. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) It's an odd way to to fight. (laughs) I've never seen that tactic before. Maybe it was an element of surprise. (laughs) That <laughs> that's what it was. I'll catch you off guard, smooch. <laughs> Texture. Why would you say Cal would be mentioned in the same category as Patino? Both have one title. Cal has a lot more wins. Uh, he's got the Patino's got two titles. Texture. You're so obsessed about the guys of the NBA that's so ignorant. Guys, of the NBA doesn't win championships in college. You should care less about who goes to the NBA winning the title. In college, you UK fans are dumb with NBA guys. It's about the talent. I know college guys don't whatever. Okay, that's fine. Texter, if if Cal is that competitive, why won't he play zone? You play to win the game. Texter, to sum it up, Cal hates BBN and the art in love with him. Bang strokes the pitchfork carrying masses and plant seeds of conspiracy and injuries to DJ, Adu, and Mitchell have made them very average the last week. Well, look, we'll see, like I said, there's plenty more chances to win basketball games. But the manner in which they lost those two games at home 
are unacceptable. Texture, this team has about three more losses coming and then heading to an eight seed. Yes. I mean, right now they had to do, they had to win. I mean, one seed's out, two seeds out, three seed is almost out. I mean, they basically had to win out and then get to the SEC championship game in the tournament to, to get a three seed. I mean, they're looking at their, their best, their best hope is a four seed. And that's not, that's not good enough. Kentucky hasn't been a one seed since 2014, 2015. It's the last time they were they, they they were one seed. That's it. It's the last time. Hadn't happened since. I mean, it's nine years ago. <laughs> it's not nine years ago. The last time it'll be it'll be a decade. You know, oh, it doesn't matter if you're a one seed or da 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 da. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you want to give your best chance. You 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 want to put yourself in the best position to to get a one seed to have the easiest path, be close to home. That's why they do it like they do it. So yes, it does matter. All right, I've rambled enough. Let's take a break. On the other end, James wants to celebrate the Louisville victory. I know he's very excited about this. Um, We'll talk about that. Uh, College football, uh, SEC and Big Ten have formed their own alliance. I wonder if the Big Ten will stab Sankey in the back the way they stabbed uh, the Pac-12 and the ACC in the back and more here on the roundtable. Hey, guys, erectile dysfunction is an issue that affects guys of all ages, uh, all walks of life, whatever you name it, all guys, you know, can potentially experience this but there is help tri-state men's health that's where you need to go if you're having any of those problems intimacy can become an issue when erectile dysfunction rears its ugly head and sneaks into the bedroom it can harm relationships it can harm your own mental health your confidence all of that that can be harmed by this easily easily fixable um situation they have treatments that are well over 90 percent successful well over 90 percent successful some treatments can even have you lasting to an hour or more how about that not only do you give your love life back you're better than you ever were before okay go ahead and schedule a medical consult with a licensed medical provider the visit's only $99. Uh, in some cases, they'll give you a test dose in the office. If the test dose does not work, your $99 fee is waived. Your $99 fee is waived, but it's going to work. And when it does, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. Back in the bedroom, the day of, day after your appointment. Check them out. 800-900-9654, 800-900-9654, or visit tristatementshealth.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back to the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. 
Hey, looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings, same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. Stream together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. They have all those other prop bets and everything uh, as well attached to it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WHBE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports spending partner of Super Bowl 58 with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS, physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. It's the roundtable here on ESPN 680-1057. Max Godby joining us right now. Hello, Max. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yay! There I we go. go. I, I, that intro always throws me off. Because the horn's just a little too long, <laughs> and there's usually a take right behind it. Yes. But James has been real spotty on if he adds it or not. So it's right. like, am I good? Are you good? Am I good? Okay. You're good now. That was the mini horn. That was uh, Max, me, Max Copy looking good. Got his UK hat on. Uh, we'll, we'll look, look, we're going to dive into Louisville. Uh, I might save it for the next segment. We'll do a short segment here, James. And the next segment, we'll do big picture Louisville stuff. And we'll play the Chris Beard, Beard sound uh, and, and Nate Oates sound from Gary Paris. Let's do that. And I know you want to play some funny Kenny Payne sound. But I want to get to Max here. Uh, Max is wearing his UK hat. And, and, and Max and I were talking off air. And he is like, I was, it, well, you know, I'd say, yeah, but I mean, you were looking forward to this game on Saturday, right? Like, kind of. I, I needed a little pep up. Like, yes. I, I, I needed a little. <laughs> I needed a little something to, to you know, make my mood a little bit better on a Saturday. A little pick me up, yeah, exactly. And they didn't do that. Like, they that, failed I think miserably. That's the first time I got emotionally invested in a basketball game. Oh wow! So what was that like? Okay, so that okay, that's interesting in itself. Okay, so so what what exactly was it? The fact that they were getting beat, or like they come back and they cut it, they cut it to four, and they cut it to no, one. Just and you're like, okay, let's go, and then boom, you're back down twelve again. No, I think just from the emotional perspective of like. I just need something. Like, <laughs> right. Can one I thing just need go to right? Feel good. <laughs> yeah. Can one thing go right? And no, Cal Perry can't do that, and this basketball team can't do that. No, they're, and they're not doing it right now. And and that's that's the, you know I, you've heard some of my opening monologue, Max, and it, it, I, I the, the way they're just progressively getting worse is to me progressive is a very good uh, is not the best term for it. I would say on a straight decline, like okay. a, just a drop. Yeah, just that's a, the only other that I think that's the only thing you really say. Drop. Now he's using the he's using like the injuries and stuff as kind of like a cloak. Well, boo hoo. Thank you. Okay. Boo-hoo. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what's been the excuse the past four years? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. This isn't this, a one is sample a vicious, size thing. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle, and. We've been going through this vicious cycle since right after 2014 
where yeah. it's been. There's been a couple of teams pop up that that look like they look the part. Exactly. And yeah. It's like well, they're t- it's like they're we get the number one recruiting class or a top recruiting class, and then they don't perform in the early part of the year, and they go, well, wait till March. And then we get to March, and then we lose to a peacock. <laughs> and then we go, well, hold on just a second. We're going to have uh, – we, we have the number one recruiting class. And we do this whole cycle again. And then you lose second round of the second round of the uh, tournament. It's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like where Kentucky football is right now. A little well, bit. I was going a little bit. I was going to ask you about that because it, I mean, John. I read the quote earlier. John Calipari knows that he can't get fired. I mean, he he, he knows yeah. that's not going to happen, and he he's, he's going to call Mitch Barnhart's bluff out. I think Mitch Barnhart has put himself in a position with both John Calipari and Mark Stoops as to where he was so scared of losing one or both of them. That he gave them more Calipari than than Stoops. Yeah. At least Stoops, you can fire him. Yeah, exactly. But Cal, like he's he's untouchable. You can fire Stoops, but he's going to get a lot of money going out the door yeah. if you do fire him. But with, with with both of those coaches, I feel like he overreacted, overpaid, overcompensated, and now he's kind of stuck in limbo with them. And that's kind of how I'm viewing both Stoops and Calipari right now. They're both in a weird show me phase. Where John Calipari started the season off promising. I mean, we're like, oh my God, look at this offense. They can score better than anybody. If their defense is a little suspect, ah, well, when you're scoring 92 points per game, that leaves you a little wiggle room defensively. Well, now Max, teams are scoring 100 plus on them. I mean, it, that, that's the, I mean, that's the worrisome thing with Florida. With Tennessee, they scored 103 on Kentucky. When they lost against Florida, Go back here. So Kentucky scores 92. 92 points should be enough to beat any college team in America. You score 92 points on somebody, you should be good. Florida, they scored 91 points on them. But Florida scored 94. I mean, that, that, that's that's where the issues are are, are starting to, to really flare up. It's like, okay, this aspect of our team is really good. This aspect of our team is not just bad. It's historically bad. Cal Perry's turn into Hal Mummy. It's like, look how explosive this offense is. Check this out. No one else is doing this in college basketball or college football. It's like, yeah, but Florida just scored 72 points on you. We're in basketball, 94 points. Yeah, exactly. And, and Dude, that's, it's wild. It I is mean, wild. It is wild. Now, you've been watching this team for a while now, and, I, and I've spoken – my piece about it: this team, this team has the talent. This team, let I me mean, like for example, when they played that game on Saturday night, Max Kentucky had more NBA talent on the floor than Tennessee did. Yeah, they had better players in in, in some Now Dalton Connect, who is their best player, didn't even play that well, but they they had overall had better talent, better players on the team, and they just they just looked absolutely lost. They looked they looked unsure of themselves there's that technical foul weird situation with Aaron Bradshaw that was strange it was almost like it's almost like they just started showing their youth instead of the youth being exposed at the beginning of the season they look more poised and more veteran at the beginning of the season yeah. than they do right now do you remember the UNC game Yes. How good they look? Yes, they did look great. And guess what? Cal Perry coached the last four minutes of that game, and guess what? He didn't blow the game. Yeah, I, I know. See, that's why we thought these all, all Now these... Cal Perry's coaching a whole game, <laughs> and he's just not good. He's, no, he just, he's it's, not good. It's shocking. I mean, it is beyond shocking to me. What what would you diagnose it as? Like, if you were to, if you've, been, you've watched enough of these games now this season, all of them. 
to where what what if you I, I'm not saying I have an answer to this, but just from another perspective, what where do from you someone, see it's from, from someone this? who knows minimal about basketball, <laughs> who's just learning about the whole concept of the pass and the and the dribble, <laughs> right? As some had said, did you know you could bounce pass also in basketball? Crazy, yes. <laughs> crazy, crazy concept, right? <laughs> yeah. To me, I see three things. One, I referenced it on Friday. I see strength and conditioning issues. Yeah, you, I, this is not a this is not a physically strong team. This is not a physically intimidating team. No, they're not at all. They against A and M, Arkansas, um, Tennessee, and then South Carolina. All four of those teams have bullied them. Yeah, and that's how you beat this team. Coincidentally, that's how you're you're able to beat all of Calipari's teams in the past decade. Yeah, it's been just bully them. Yeah. And again, you're going to have just a difference in an 18-year-old versus a 22-year-old. There's just going to be a physical difference. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a strength difference. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to have a guy that's just got that dog in him that's right. going to be able to just, you know, just not back down like that Tyler U- like a Tyler Tyler Eulis mentality right. about him. So I see that too. There's no way. That just to be that consistently lost in a game mm-hmm. of like I don't know what to do at this at this moment. <laughs> to me, that's one hundred percent coaching. Yeah, to me. And again, I don't know a lot about basketball, but I know enough of just about sports, and I know enough about body language when someone doesn't know what they're supposed to be doing. And it, 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 it does look like that, especially like look, uh, look, like Reed Shepard, for example is a very good basketball player yes he can get steals he can block shots he can shoot the three he can dunk he can get to the basket almost anytime he wants on anybody why can't he stay in front of somebody it's because he's in the wrong spot is it because the philosophy isn't good is he getting lost because he's confused I, like it's it's the most stunning thing to me to see this team just run up and down the court on people out out athlete people in so many varieties and aspects of the game but can't do a simple just stay in front of somebody or fight through a screen or call out a screen like there's minimal to no talking as as much as these guys seem like they like each other they sure don't communicate very well on the right. court together on the defensive side it, it, it's like Cal, and, and i believe I'm stealing this from multiple people on Twitter, but he brought in a an offensive coordinator. Now he needs to bring in a defensive coordinator. It's like, okay, we got the offense sorted out. Now, David, they had Tony Barbie, and he's at Central Michigan. He was a defensive specialist, and he's not there. He'd have the zone humming right now. But like the people out there, like just throw a zone out there. I mean, we know what's going to happen if Cal throws a zone out there. The, the other team will make one three pointer. He'll scrap it. Like yeah. it's like this is just for for the for the individuals, me included. That have been bemoaning this defense for a few years now. It's not changing. And and that's the most frustrating thing, Max, is this team's good. They have good players and they're they're pissing it away for lack of a better term. What have we talked about about college coaches? They are stubborn. Yeah. They have a God complex about their <laughs> sports IQ yes. and their and their sports philosophy. Stoops has it. Shockingly enough, Braum has it. Yeah. They all Cal, have it. Yeah. Cal Perry has it. Of the the number one thing I remember when uh, this was back in '09, I went and watched UK versus U of L. I was on my visit to Kentucky. Oh, okay. And I was sitting actually next to Joker 
and <laughs> Cal Perry and Patino walked up to each other to do the handshake. Yeah. He leans over to me and he goes, there you see, do you see it? And he goes, that is the two largest egos in the entire galaxy <laughs> colliding at one time. Yes. And he's right. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely. You have when you when you get to the point where you've got this much talent, and they can't handle just the basics of the game, which is defense. Stay in front of somebody. Exactly. Yeah. At that point, that's a you problem. That's not the team's problem. That's you. One hundred one hundred percent you. There's no one else. It's either Reed Shepard can't stay in front of someone, Mm -hmm. or he won't uh, stay in front of someone. And if that's the case. That falls back to the coach. Because a guy that plays that well offensively and then looks like me playing defense. No, you're, and, yeah. and it's, me or, or, or me. You and me. You and me <laughs> can go out there and we could probably hold Tennessee <laughs> to 100 points. But yeah. We, yes. If you me, told you, me. Yes. James, Phil Baker, we'll bring and Andrew Biscuit. out there. Biscuit, Biscuit be the big. Bring Biscuit out there. We'll, yes. we'll put him in the middle. Yeah, there we go. 100 like points. <laughs> we may be able to stop that. Give you a month to get into some type of shape. Don't even That's need all to. I, need. Yeah, I, I, I don't think for a hundred points. Again, a hundred points. That's a lot of points. A hundred. I know. Seventy-one. Great defense. Even eighty. Questionable. Okay, defense. Good enough defense. A hundred points. I know. When you scored like ninety. And look, and it's not, nuts. And not only that, like you no, know, you're right. It, it, like while Tennessee has better offense than they have under Rick Barnes at Tennessee, that's probably the best offense, either the the best or the second best offense he's had. That 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 team with uh, both Grant Williams and, and Admiral Schofield, they they could score some points. Um, but they I mean, offensively, they're I mean, they're 64th. They're scoring 79 points per game, and they put 103 up. <laughs> I mean, they're they're they're, they're, they're average. That's I mean, that's pretty good for a Rick Barnes team to to to, to, to tell the truth. But I mean, Kentucky scoring. I mean, so like you say Rick Barnes' team is showing improvement since he's been there. Yes, crazy, crazy. Well, that, yeah, crazy. I mean, no, that you're. I mean, Kentucky's at eighty eight points per game, fourth in the country. <laughs> And they're they're allowing <laughs> like this, they're allowing so they're they're scoring eighty eight, they're allowing seventy eight. But I, if you take the last few games here, they're they're allowing more than that. <laughs> if you go back to I mean, Georgia scored ninety six on Georgia stinks. They scored ninety six. That should that should have been a red flag. But we are all so drunk over the Big Z debut, yeah. which by the, he didn't even play. Saturday, like he's disappeared. He had the, he came in, dropped thirteen points, had five blocks and some rebounds and all that stuff. Now he came there, down the floor. There's some people that brought up defense and go, "Hey, this is alarming," and everyone's like, "Shut up, you nerds!" Exactly. Like, all well, was like, "Oh, shut up!" It's all, just, just enjoy the win. Enjoy, enjoy the win. <laughs> did you see a big Z did ninety six points? Pashaw, they play fast. <laughs> and look where he's been since. On the bench, yeah, he, he didn't play anymore. I think the previous game against Ford, I think he had two minutes, three minutes, something like that. Like he, he can't even get in the game. It like, and it wasn't like Hugo and Aaron were good. They both stunk. I think between them, they had four points, if that. I mean, they weren't any good either. And poor Trey Mitchell. I mean, he Trey, Trey Mitchell is dealing with a back injury, and you can tell. Like that, that he scored zero points, and then he he played very poorly against Florida. Like he's not himself. He can't hit a three. That's not the Trey Mitchell that we've seen all season. So there is something wrong. But you with keep him. talking about how great because they have all these number one draft picks all the time. Next man up mentality. And why is there such a substantial drop 
in talent. Yeah. If that's the case. If Trey Mitchell cannot go, why is there such a drop in talent? Yeah. Again, if that's what if that's the the big push, and I'm talking to people that have been diehard Kentucky basketball fans, because again, I'm trying to learn. I'm like, what what is the what's mm-hmm. the expectation? It's like banners. Banners. That's it. That's this, it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. The, one one guy I was talking to said, I will bash my head into an engine if I have to hear one more time about the first round draft picks for the NBA <laughs> yeah, it, again it's, it's and worn not thin. have a banner. Yeah, it's no, it's worn. It's it's beyond worn thin. It's done. Like that. That, that like no one wanted to hear that. The the, the seven the seven um, all stars was like a majorly contentious topic over the weekend because it was again it was looked at as oh well, look at this like show show everybody this and yeah. then then when you go out and you lose at home twice you know that they've only i heard this said from Matty bangs but um they've only lost back-to-back games at home eight times in the entire history of the school eight times i think he said like three or four have come under john calipari these last few years they've lost I bet back you to back some of those games. were gillespie yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Gillespie. But yeah, they, they, that's not good. No, it's it's not good. All right, sweet some text here. Texter, should we put a billboard up in front of Cal's house to play Big Z? <laughs> yes, let's start collecting money. <laughs> Texter, Rick is a coach. It's easy to see why UK is so bad defensively. They don't communicate or trust each other. They may like each other, but they don't trust each other. Yeah. I see a lot of that. I think that's that's, that's a good a, assessment. Yeah, look at Biscuit. He's giving us the thumbs. He's giving us double hey. gr- double middle fingers. Hey. Uh, Texter sent an nice. image. Oh yeah. oh yeah, we're going to talk about Louisville next. Yeah, we I know how big of a game Brandon Huntley Hadfield had. Texas, these bigs have messed up their on-court chemistry. Also with Wagner out, it shows as he is on the court he is the on the court leader. No, there's yeah. something to that. Missing missing uh DJ Wagner is a big deal. 0 and 3 without DJ Wagner. Yeah, that that means a lot. Texter Bangs has a statue of Cal. It's right between his statues of <laughs> I'm not reading the rest of that. I'm, not, I'm leaving that. I'm leaving that alone. Those are, the, those are an odd combination of statues. Uh, if, if, if that indeed is true, I'll leave that alone. Leave that alone. Texture could be worse. FSU let Louisville score 100. I agree with that. Oh, that is true. Texture DJ Wagner says the mindset for the team need him on the court. He's the only dog. Texture if it takes UK bankruptcy to get rid of Cal, I'm okay with that. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, well, one more because this goes back to my point about uh, Camp Cal. Uh, hash or uh, quote camp cal destroys the team every single year rinse repeat it does seem that way it does seem like camp cal uh, is more of a detriment camp cal is what stoops is by week is yes yeah wow Pure that's regression. Great, i like that uh, camp cal is what stoops by week is they take it i like that max I like that again all right let's let's take a break here on the other end we're gonna talk louisville we have some gary Paris sound and we're gonna let uh dj james play some some kenny Payne hits for us as i know he loves uh, to do but hey again hey DraftKings sportsbook uh, if you're looking for a super offer for super bowl 58 check out DraftKings sportsbook they have you covered new customers can't can bet the, on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets and with DraftKings Sportsbook you have the same game parlays everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58 stream together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WHPE. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred 
instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 58 with cold WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.